Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC. We are virtual today, coming to you through uh, any podcast or any, uh, any of the, the places you're listening to this podcast, the OC. I am here with my guests virtually, Kevin Longpre, actually my co-host, why did I say guest? My co-hosts, Kevin <laughs> Longpre and Jason Turnbull. So we've, uh, we have lots of vacations coming up and we, we were actually away this past weekend, Kevin and I, we were camping. Jason held down the fort with his uh, with our eight mindful minutes, a beautiful one. If you guys haven't seen that, it's on all of our social medias. It was the eight, the five minute wrap up. Um, we also have a few podcasts about that one. It's one of the essential tools you need to uh, grow your practice uh, immediately. Um, today we're going to be talking about what are we going to talk about, boys? Marketing your message with intention. Uh, this one is very important. It's kind of the basis of everything we do here. Uh, with our with the osteo connection, with our MBO program, um, with advanced mentor for, mentorship for osteopaths, we this is a cornerstone of what we teach. Um, so Jay, we were just talking, chatting about this. I'm going to throw the ball to you first. Um, what was it actually before we go there? Uh, how sad were you that we weren't there on Friday and Saturday, of, or Friday and Monday last week? Pretty sad. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> The uh, mail quota went from three to one. <laughs> you guys left. And uh, and Monday was like a ghost town in there. It was funny. We had a bunch of people on holidays. Someone left for mat leave. It was just like, it felt like the old times when uh, back in 2010, when Kevin and I started uh, alone and he was on one end of the clinic and I was on the other with 2,000 square feet between us that were just empty. So it was just, uh, I think there was only maybe four therapists in and like seven missing or something it was crazy but uh i knew it was short-lived so i didn't get i didn't get too down um but i was certainly uh certainly nice to to come in i started a little later on tuesdays so it was certainly nice to come in a little later and see uh, a vibrant clinic again because it gets a little uh i don't know get got a little lonely yeah i don't know not lonely enough to come camping i don't think eh? No, well, no, I would, uh, I would, I would, I would support that sometime. I would think I, I, I the thing with camping, if I went with other people that had the, the, the gear, gear yeah. I don't yeah, There's have a lot gear. of gear, man. Like I got some sleeping bags and stuff, obviously, but, uh, you know, the cooking stuff, like, you know, even my tent, like my, oh, I mean, my tent would might maybe fit the five of us, but it, that would be a, a stretch. And yeah. I, like, I don't know if like you said, I think it was a little colder where you were than here, but whew, it would have been a little, little, uh, little tropical for my taste on uh, you know Sunday night this past weekend. It was probably like 25 at nighttime here. That's that's a bit warm. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. all right. It was good. Yeah, we were yeah we were way up north. It was actually cool nights. So it was actually good sleeping at night. It was uh, that's fantastic. It was awesome. Warm Just days and cool nights. Insane bug bites. Oh yeah. Yes. The kids. Black the kids. fly. Yeah. Massacre. Yeah, it's funny the we the the old guys we didn't get much. I mean, I guess because we we're aware of it, we were probably swatting them with a. But they were, you know, kids are so present in the moment. They got eaten alive, man. The oh. backs of their necks and their ears. Oh, yeah. it's just my like, son, I got Aiden, two, 
Yeah, it looked like Quasimodo all weekend. He had one massive eye. It was. Uh, well, I was going to say, my two of my kids are like, I would say, borderline allergic to mosquito bites and bug bites. They swell up like mad. We'd be living on Benadryl that weekend, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was definitely, it was fun. It was good to connect to nature. It was a beautiful place. Um, besides yeah. the bugs, everything was awesome. Good company, right good, food, good food. I don't good know if food. Food, we were saying food tastes better. Uh, good stars, right? Stargazing was amazing. Yeah. That's right. what I missed by being in the city. I missed yeah. that part. Good conversation around the fire. It was fun. We were actually, it was hilarious. The last night we were, we were laughing. We were just telling jokes and stuff. And actually the girls that were on fire, they were just hilarious. We're all laughing and the fire it was so dark right you're in the woods and we were you know like literally the the five feet around you is all you could see and all of a sudden yeah. at 11 15 there's a voice like behind adam one of the guys we were with just out of nowhere it was the freakiest thing and he's like could you please keep your voices down <laughs> oh no dude oh, freaked yeah. us right out oh it was no doubt yeah that's crazy uh, oh man so good weekend all right, boys, marketing with intention. So I'm going to throw this at you, Jay. We were talking earlier about, you know, our cornerstone, the foundation of what we teach here, the three E's, right? Yes. So how does that come into, you know, everything we do? Yeah, well, that's a great segue, Sean. I think that's it. You know, we, um, every client that you have in your office uh, for each treatment every day, that's the whole point, right? You want to engage with the client. You want to make that connection. Uh, and like we've made a model at our clinic forever is then to educate and empower them. So I think that's just, it's such a, that, that internal marketing that we do is it, it always comes down to that ability to communicate. Um, you know, whether people believe it or know it or not, when they first come in, everyone's always fascinated with learning about their body. They always want to learn. Uh, they're always interested in how things work, the interrelationships between different systems in their body. And I think the more that we, we sometimes back away from that. And I've noticed that from some of our, our, our colleagues, they, they back away from saying what's truly going on, whether it's maybe as, as, as something like an organ, like, oh, I'm not comfortable telling them it's their lung that's playing a role or that there's an emotional component to it or not. But we always, you know, educate and, and tell our own, our own colleagues at work that you just have to, you know, listen to the client, see where they're at, see what they're open to, see where, see where they are. But ultimately, that connection you can make through the communication on, on all those things is, is the best marketing message you can have. Um, and you can start simple, but I, I just think that that ability to, to engage with them, um, you know, let them like build that client therapist relationship that, you know, you would want to have uh, makes all the difference on, on getting your message out. What do you want to do? Where do you want to take them? Where, where do you see them going? Because so, quite often they don't even know the intricacies or the complexity of why they're there, right? They might say, oh, I've got this whatever pain in my arm or tingling and numbness on my arm. And then you start tracing it down to, you know, like I said, I use the example as a lung, let's say, where their lung has been involved and they, they're not sleeping at night and it, and it happens to be you know, between 3 and 5 a.m. And you can sh show them how with Chinese medicine, how that the, the visceral clock and how things work. And I find as soon as you kind of light that light bulb and you can, you can help them understand just how intricate our bodies are. It just is, it's the ultimate marketing. It's the ultimate marketing platform. They, they, they love it. They want to hear more of it. And, and quite, quite honestly, that's what we've always done, right? We've, we've said it before. We, we didn't have to do a lot of marketing. 
previously we do do a little bit now just to especially with social media because that is the way everything is going but really i still strongly believe that your best marketing vehicle is in your own office and the way you can connect with people and the way you can communicate and empower them as they leave your office they will you know they will always love to talk about you and, and refer other people to you awesome brother kev what do when i when i say that what do you uh what do you think? Is there in, we talked about marketing your message with intention. Is there intention when you're educating, when you're empowering, when you're, when you're, uh, you know, and we call it entertainment or entertainment, right? When you're, when you're delivering these things and you're empowering them, what, you know, what do you, are you thinking about what you want or the journey you want to take these people on as you're delivering those, uh, those, those unique aspects of our foundation, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, just to piggyback on what Jay said, you know, like this is such a prime opportunity for us to, to uh, you know, to wow people when they come into the office, whether whether they're coming in the office or like we were discussing before when we we're off air, you know, about being outside the office, let's say doing either some sort of presentation virtually or in person. Or um, I think the message is always the same. Like the intent is always to, we always have that saying of like, we're, energy goes, you know, uh, where focus goes, energy flows, right? So it, when we put our focus on the person, the individual, and uh, educating them on the ins and outs of, of uh, why the human body breaks down, why they start having an impact or, or having issues with certain things in their body, um, I think that alone is such a massive marketing tool to, one, wake someone up to the reality of like, well, wow, I, I could really change things and empower myself to be better because what I have been doing is what got me here in the first place. A lot of people don't know that. So I think that's such a huge marketing message for people to gain their trust one and also to empower them to being better and, and um, getting out of uh, the clinical setting and, and applying this in their daily life so that they can avoid getting in these situations in the first place. So I think we can't take the, these uh, interactions lightly when we're we're talking to patients within the clinic. Is that you know we've always done this? Is we really make it a point to kind of hit it out of the park when we have someone in our office. You know, you're taking the time to get to know them, and I, I guess there is a little bit of like tailoring the message to the person that's in your office. So that's you know the intent behind each message you're giving is in the intent is to how can I impact this person as much as I can in order one to turn them around into the healing process, but two, to kind of wake them up to other realities that could help them uh, be better, feel better and um, do a lot more in the future. So I think that is how, how I look at it just like you guys. So I really, really uh, enjoy that kind of, um, I wouldn't say game, but that, that adjustment you have to make to each message you're giving to make sure that that's the language that person needs to, to get it. Very cool. Like Jay, like Jay said, like using either certain techniques, sometimes or, or testing methods to show them the impact something's having on them yeah. so that they kind of really get it. And you start to see the person wake up to like, wow, I didn't know that could affect this to that degree or like someone like Jay was saying something emotional or, or um, some unresolved uh, issue that's maybe just 
created a, a, a certain breakdown in the biology of that person. So, yeah, I think it's, that's our job is to yeah. really message that to them in a way that they get it uh, to wherever level they're at. And that way they can improve a lot faster. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. The tools we have are always the same. It's the ability to personalize it to the person that's in your office at a time that, that makes that special connection. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So I, I think those are amazing. You know, those are the emotional quotient skills that we, we teach. Right. And uh, you know, everyone has that everyone has the ability. I'm going to take a step further. I'm going to outline it kind of in a business process. Right. We always talk about this. So that's your foundation, right? The educate, the empower, the engagement, right? Whatever order you do that in, it's up to you, right? Um, and like Kev, you know, being present, being focused, being there fully on, right? Engaged with that patient, right? So you can, that you can, you know, you can convey your message, right? Well, the intention I think is also um, compliance and conversion, right? So if it's a new patient and in your office, well, you're gonna deliver your message with the intent that they are, if they're a new patient, they're converted to becoming a, you know, a, a patient once you deliver, right, the report of findings or your five minute wrap up, that they're committed to their care. That's definitely intention behind what you want, because you want them to get results, they want results. So if you're being the professional that you know, you are, you're communicating effectively, you're educating, you're empowering, right, you're, you're giving them these tools, you're engaging, then the compliance portion is they understand how important or what their role is in this. They understand that, you know, you've outlined a care plan, you have an idea, you're, you're going to take them from where they are to where you want them to be and where they want to be. And you're delivering the message, your message with the intent that they will become compliant and you're going to take them along this educational journey that we have in the, the different phases of care, wherever they enter the office to where they want to be functional, you know, all the benefits that you, that the osteopathic lifestyle is going to provide them. You want them to see that journey and to live it and to actually be it, but they need to be converted and then they need to be compliant along the way. And I, I think that's so important because we know, right? Business is basically three simple things. You need either new patients or clients, right? If you don't have any, right? You need repeat patients or clients, so it's much easier, actually, if you have them, once they're in the door, it's much easier to, to keep them right through the phases of care right, and hopefully into optimization and maintenance care, or you need a higher dollar per transaction, right? So you need higher rates, other services in your clinic, but these are the foundations, right? That's what a business is. It's those three th simple things. And when the intention is, you know, all this stuff you're going to learn and, and just, again, caring and being of service, which you already are when you have that intention behind and you know that, well, ultimately I want them to be a patient here. Right. And that's how you build a waiting list practice, but you're doing all these things innately right? because you're, you know, you're, you're, you want to help these people. Uh, when you put those business strategies and concepts together with this educate, engage and empower uh, your, your, the intention uh, and the practice grows exponentially. Right. So, um, I think that's true, John. I think it's really important how that you kind of said it that way too. Like, and you know, taking it to, to another level, what does that sound like in your office? It's, it's the client that says, "Well, you know, it's their first day or their second day," and they say, "Well, you know, how many?" You know, so I, I you know, might say something like, "Okay, so listen, we this is what we did today. Part of my five minute wrap up. 
you know, I think it'd be a good idea if we maybe see you in a couple of weeks and they'll say, well, you know, you know, just, you know, how many, like how many sessions do you think it's going to take? And, and that's, that's the whole cue, right? Then that's where you, that's where you need to communicate. That's the whole phases of care. And I think that's so important for your marketing is saying, well, you know, in fact, I had someone in today saying that she's in for her shoulder and her, and her pelvis and hip area. And I'm like, well, listen, like you still have, you're still in inflammation. You're still, you're still in that kind of, uh, inflammatory state so we your, your pain's not where we need it to be it's still bothering you at night you know we need to see that's why we need to see you kind of in a shorter time frame but after that we still have to then make we have to restore your functioning because you're still not getting full range of motion in those two areas we need to restore your functioning and then further to that we then need to re-educate your body we need to re-educate the muscular system around it all the interrelationships of the systems together and that's where i'm like so that's where it's difficult to say like how many more sessions is a difficult question, but you can, but they, once they understand the progression of care, the questions become less of, well, how many more is it? Cause they see that there's a plan in place. So it's, it's the, Oh, okay. That's true. I'm not really sleeping. That's why I want to come in a couple of weeks from now, but they can, you can outline how the path to recovery is not always just on, is it four more sessions or eight more sessions? It's just, there's a plan. And I think once you can communicate that to them properly and effectively, then you'll find that that compliance that Sean's talking about is, is much, much higher because they, they understand through your communication that, oh, wait a second, it's true. You know, like just because my pain's gone away right away, doesn't mean that necessarily I'm able to then go back to playing tennis again. There's a lot more steps before I get to that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to kind of piggyback on that because I think that's a huge part of, um, of that whole messaging is, is how you can communicate that to your client there. Two things come to mind when, when you say that, Jay, is, well, that, then that really highlights the point that we often talk about is that we are, you know, not a luxury, but a necessity, you know, so it, that's important that uh, um, the client understands the value of, of what we're providing. And the only way to create value is to give the information to back that up. You know, if the person walks out of the office and it's, and you know, if we just put it into context, like, you know, you walk out of an office and you get zero information about what the person did to you. Uh, and you kind of don't know where we're going with the plan of how to get them better. There's no worse feeling, you know, you're still in the dark, you still don't know what's happening. Um, so I think that's where the, the, the intent behind the message is so important because it, it really brings a value to what you're providing as a professional, uh, which will pay dividends afterwards because people are, are just going to refer other people to you because they realize how, how you treated them uh, with that personal touch, with that uh, professionalism to go right after the source of their problem and provide tools, not only to help them, but also to make them realize how much uh, the second part to what I wanted to say is that they're part of the plan they, you know, making them realize that, you know, like what Jay was saying, how many, how many sessions is this going to take? I'll often say, well, it depends on how much you participate. For sure. Like, so, you know, it gives, it gives the person to this idea of like, all right, so, you know, I'm, I'm responsible for this, you know, like I'm, I'm going to get like a lot of really good help here, but I gotta, I gotta put in some effort to, to actually, you know, make this happen. So, you know, when you, I say the same thing, Kev. Yeah. There's 168 hours in a week. So if you're going to put some time in, you're only coming once every few weeks, the more you do at home, the quicker it's going to respond as well. Right. Yeah. That's right. 
Definitely. And, and again, having, so having the phases of care, which again, there's other podcasts on this, we can link to in the description, but having this, this idea and this, this kind of progression that we, we, you know, we can present to the patient so that they know, oh, there's a, like Jay, you said, there's a process, right? I have to put in the, I have to put in my work and the patient understands that they, they're, they're taking an active role in their care. And, you know, I use the, I like to use that term, like, you know, the universal law of healing is frequency over time, right? It's universal law of anything, right? If you put in the time and the frequency, you're going to get better. You're going to learn a language. You're going to get more fit. You're going to, whatever it is, you, you can do anything if there's frequency over time. Um, and as long as they know that, like you say, they've, they've, they've committed to, to, you know, the, the kind of the care plan you've presented and then you can use mini check-ins, right? The intention with a mini check-in would be, uh, or a mini reeval would be not so much clinically because you know, you treat this patient all the time, you know, where they're at. It would be more so just to communicate again, what you presented to them in your report of findings, what you found to show them where they're at, how far they've come and to recommit to the process, which is what phase of care they're in now. Right. And, and, uh, you know, and to, and to, you know, gain that, that, that again, the, the compliance again, like that, this is you, right? We're here and now you still got to work hard. We're going to get you better. We're going to get you towards optimization or maintenance, but it, it allows you to, to re-communicate where they were, where they're going and where you want them to go again at that step, you know, that process or whatever, that phase that, that they're in um, with intention. Uh, now let's take this, 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 uh, so this is inside the clinic, right? The intention and in everything we do. What about outside the clinic? Um, you know, that, that comes to more when you're out in public and the idea of what you want, right? Maybe you're giving a talk somewhere or, you know, usually again, coming back to the business principles, it's, you know, you're trying to get new clients, right? You're trying to build awareness of who you are, what you do, how you can help people. So how does that play a role? How does the intention in like out, of office marketing what's the what how does that play a role jay what do you think about that well i think that's it i mean i think it's uh, what you've covered in in certain podcasts previously it's you got to put yourself in front of the people that you want to treat right so i think that's the biggest thing whether you want to go to your like you said your library or do a talk we've done talks at our clinics before and you can pick the topics that you want to work with if you want to be a treat runners you do a workshop on running if you want to treat digestive problems you can do seminars on digestion if you like you know i've, I've shared with my listeners <laughs> for their listeners for a long time i'm a massive golf fan so and i love treating golfers so what do i do i join a local club uh, i haven't done it but if you wanted to you could certainly i know i know another fellow there that does more like uh, personal training but he's done some workshops at the golf course something i kind of intend to do um and 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 then you, and i like that part because you can i like the you know i'll use golf for an example i like the idea of like you know, golfers are like curlers, a little bit of fanatics. They're always trying anything they can to, to get better. Unfortunately, most of them want to spend money on equipment thinking that will be the answer that they do $700 drivers going to be the difference of them, you know, breaking 90 or not when they'd be better off spending that money either on lessons from their local pro or on their local therapist to treat their bodies, to make them actually mobile again. So I quite what's, often what's curling, I mean, what's curling Jay for our Australian listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. What is that like a shuffleboard on ice, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I find that, um, 
um, it's quite, quite often when I, because I now do like these different leagues and I meet new people when people hear what we do, oh, what do you guys do? And I said, well, different things. Obviously we do injuries, but we also do performance stuff, right? So in China, I know you were big into that with the, the CrossFit group, but, you know, quite often I talk to some of these guys and, or, and, and, and women saying, you know, I want to like, I'm, I'm in my forties. My full intention is I want to get better. Like yeah. I'm not playing golf to, you know, try to do whatever. I want to get better and better and better, but I do you I, want an extra 10 yards on your drive? Well, that, that's it. The, I can help you with that. Is, right? <laughs> totally. Right. right. It's it, the first thing is, do you want to see straight lines mobility, on the putting green? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can help that too. I think your you, eyes a little off. Yeah. <laughs> if you start to lose mobility, you start to lose performance. Yeah. So quite often these first golfers, if you will, that came in will come in for injury and dysfunction. But then as we educate them and, and, and empower them and they start to understand what we can do, some of them start coming in more just for performance, right? Awesome. Realizing that they can play better because you're making them, like you said, you're treating their thorax, you're increasing their thoracic mobility, they're having a, a bigger shoulder turn, they hit the ball further, their their hips are mobile. Wild. Like you can, you can really kind of like, like you can go on forever with that, right? So you, you're not only just taking care of their pain, you're improving their 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 functioning. And then like any avid sport people, they talk about it, right? So then you're, they're referring people into your business all the time. So I just think it's, you know, marketing your message is like, again, it's who do you want to be in front of? Who do you want to treat? Who do you want to talk to during the day? Like we've said many times previously, I can look at my schedule every day and be super excited about who's in it because I, I, I've known them. I've seen them for a while. A lot of people I see outside of the clinic and it just makes it more fun. And then, and then, and then you, like Kevin had talked about, like, you know, them understanding their body and, and seeing where they're at and progressing them through, you know, on more of a holistic path, if you will, like having them coming in thinking they're, they're, they're about to receive something to help them hit the ball further and then walking them through what a true osteopathic session can be is what I find really fun because then you're, they're like, I had no idea that that's what you guys did right yeah. they put you into what they saw previously from another therapist background that's maybe not as holistic and they get to see really what we think is the value of our profession so that's it that's i mean find your group you love who do you want to be in who do you want to treat every day and you got to find your way to be in front of them kev uh yeah well like jay said you know like to add on a little bit to what he was saying because he kind of uh recapped it really well about the audience part uh so that stuff's that's that's great uh, i i really i really think again it's like the same kind of concept as the person coming into your office yeah uh definitely. so i know what i like to do is like when we've done talks anywhere too is we do a lot of storytelling and uh kind of engaging the audience right so if that's something you like to do right if if, if we're talking about talks and getting out there and meeting people and everything else too, then that's part of the, the kind of the game is to kind of, you know, talk about things that, you know, people are probably having difficulty with uh, so they can relate and kind of say like, you know what, like I do have an issue with that. And I do have problems implementing certain things. And I had no idea that, you know, all this, uh, you know, the way I'm living is actually causing my dysfunction that's a whole other reality for a lot of people and they they kind of you know get intrigued about like well how do i know how do i learn more about that how can i understand what i'm 
maybe doing that's that's uh, detrimental to my health, to my, uh, like Jay said, mobility and or performance and or just feeling well and, and uh, feeling healthier in life. Uh, so I think all those elements are so important to bring into anything we do, whether it's something virtually, whether it's a, something you're writing, whether it's uh, a talk. Uh, so we have, uh, I have one coming up probably in, I think it's in November or something like that, the group of like designers. So from, uh, Lux. from our, our, yeah, from our common friend. Uh, so they asked me to, to go and talk to about, I think there's about 70 designers that are, they do this group and they, they often meet together and they have people come in and talk about various things. And so that's exactly what they wanted me to talk about is, you know, uh, health and wellness and, you know, what are the, some common things that we can focus on to be better. Um, and maybe I get a better understanding too, of what are some of the things we do that are maybe detrimental to us uh, living optimally. So when, when you start to talk about things like that with people like you would in your office, that at the end of the day, that's what a lot of people are seeking is like they're suffering from something. So your message and your intent has to be providing information about an out from that. <laughs> So what am I not doing or what do I not know that I can apply to what I'm doing in life to make it such that I'm not in that predicament again? So I think that's the rule of thumb for me anyways with anything, whether, like I said, whether it's you're doing a talk or where you could be just writing a post, you could be, you know, all these things are so viable to, uh, to yeah. bringing people into your office. You do magic, uh, magic tricks too, right? I also do magic tricks and uh, I'm an amazing ventriloquist. So uh, <laughs> uh, you can see my puppet. My puppet's amazing. Your, your, hand, your hand puppets. Yeah, uh, my hand puppets. You're also off amazing at making things. You're also amazing at making things disappear. Yes. I don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. Uh, gone. You had pain? It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I think that's good, guy. I, I'll uh, I'll summarize a, a bit of what you guys both said now. I because I, I see. Um, so the most important thing is again sticking to the foundation, which is engage, educate, empower. Uh, Kevin, I like what you brought up is because this is what this is definitely what marketing is. It's understanding what pain points people have. What are they? Yeah. What are they suffering with? What what is not going well? You know, again, in their life with their with their body, um, and then it's it's how can you educate them along the 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 journey as to where you can, you know, tell them that there's a way out, and you can tell them that you know, let's say, you know, in the, our purposes, we're the solution for them, right? Osteopathic care, you when you're out when you're out and about in your community you know, they want, you want them to know that you can help them, you can guide them, right? So what, what are they suffering from and that we can help, right? Yes, we can help. And yes, that's not normal. Normal is being able to do all the things you want to do, right? The benefits. So that's what marketing is in a nutshell. And so if you understand the audience, Jay, you said it before. So you know your audience, right? You know where to find them. You know how to get in front of them. And then you know, even before you go there, what you want the outcome to be so um you know you you need actually like we say calls to help so you know it can i can help you right yes i can help you 
here's some stuff you can use immediately. This is what you can do at home now. But, you know, you should probably book an appointment with me, right? Essentially, you want to take it to the next level. So in your marketing efforts, right, the intention is always some form of call to action. So it's like, you know what you need, right? So like we said before, if you need new patients and you're going to talk, Kev, you're going to talk that Lux, you know, Lux design, right, to all of these, all of these designers or whatnot, right? You're going to figure out, I mean, you know, fortunately, like I said, we're at a place in our careers where we don't need to do this as much as anymore, but you still, the intention is to provide, right, to understand where they're at, provide a solution to their problems, and ultimately, you know, they might not be able to see you, but they're going to see one of our therapists at the clinic, right? So you're going to provide them a solution and you want them to book an appointment. And that's, that's what marketing is. It's taking them along. It's understanding where they're at, understanding uh, what their problems are, and then offering them a solution and then asking them to take some form of action. So a call to action. So whether it be, you know, collecting their email address so that we can follow up with them right, at this presentation, um, you know, maybe we're going to, you're going to offer them something or you're going to give them like what we used to do in the past is, oh yeah, come to one of our foundations of health class, right? Where we can then continue the conversation and wow them in another, right? With more, more information. Uh, speaking about this foundation of, of health, you know, the intention we used to have was we offered it to all of our patients, but we always told them to bring a friend, right? Someone that they wanted to see us or meet us that was maybe hesitant to come see us. And then when they saw us speak about the various topics we, you know, we would have immediately, these people would book appointments right? because they were, they got to listen to us. They got, you know, they got the education, they were empowered. Um, they left there with, with, you know, Oh, wow. I, I, you know, I, I, I see, you know, like Jay, you said the holistic nature of this thing. I see that my actions are, are affecting and yeah, I want to book an appointment with you guys. They get so, a chance to know you before they have to book an appointment with you. Right? Exactly. There's a, there's a, there's a comfort in that. And that's what marketing is, right? It's, it's actually just getting to know, you know, getting to know. So, you know, we, our intention is getting to know our audience and what problems they have and what solutions we can offer them. But someone who's on the receiving end of intentional marketing is exact is, is the opposite. They're, they want to know about you and they want to know, Oh, this person, you know, understands my pain, my suffering. And they have the solution. Right? So when you they can offer, relate, they can relate. And when you offer them a next step on how to either book an appointment with you, download something, you know, offer them your free ebook on whatever their, you know, whatever the solution is to their problem. That's how you carry the conversation. And, you know, marketing, depending on where you're at on the journey can take anywhere from, you know, eight to 16 interactions, but for someone's willing to, you know, buy something or book an appointment from, from you, but the intention is always there, right? Uh, well said, buddy. Say, so yeah. Kev, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wear your good jeans to that uh, talk, right? You gotta designers, yeah, for sure. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta step up your game. Tight, good jeans, no regular yeah, tight jeans, yeah, no shirt, yeah. probably. <laughs> well, at least, at least the button down, right? Right. We'll yeah, help right. you, Sean, and I can help you if you need some, some help there. Nice. Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll do appreciate that. Makeup, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll give you a nice fade. I'll go get out the clippers and yeah. a little fade. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll just like brush in some some color back into my beard. <laughs> some just for men. Yeah. Just for men. I was trying to think of the, I was thinking of Rogaine, but it is just for men. 
<laughs> Rogaine. Sorry, man. You're good with the Rogaine. You're all good in that part. Sean, you're even you're 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 pretty solid. You're the young one. You're the young one. Yeah, I'm the young one. Oh man. So uh, yeah, ultimately it comes to understanding what you want, understanding what you want the client to do, and whether it's in your office, right during a, a, during an initial evaluation, you know what the ex, you know, what you're expecting. So the intention is there. You know where you want them to go, what you want them to do, when you when they want when you want them to come back. You know that stuff. The same process we use when you're when you're marketing outside of the office, whether it be social media, you educate, you engage, you empower, and you use intention, calls to action to lead them along that journey to ultimately book an appointment with you. And so that's that's it in a nutshell, knowing your audience, knowing the goal, and then delivering that message. But remember the best, you know, the, the people who have the most successful practices, you know, mirror the communication skills with the clinical skills. And that's what we want to help you guys with. So if you have any questions or comments, do not hesitate. Um, hit us up on LinkedIn. We're, we're starting to be very active on LinkedIn. You know, Kevin Longprey on LinkedIn, Sean Landry, LinkedIn, Jason Turnbull on, uh, on LinkedIn. The Osteo Connection podcast. Every week we're dropping a new episode for you guys. We've started, we're in week four or five of the eight, eight mindful minutes. That's uh, Mondays, uh, LinkedIn, uh, osteo mentorship on Instagram and advanced mentorship for osteopaths on Facebook, where we it's we start the week off on the right foot. There's a theme and uh, usually some goals or action steps that week, so you can you can stay in the stay in the mix and progress. Uh, I think that's it. We'll see you next week. Take Peace. care, everybody. Yeah. See you later. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something. Or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>